This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Boy, do we have a lot to talk about this morning. So the city of New York poked the sleeping giant and learned the hard way for now emphasis on for now backing off the city ignited a firestorm of criticism from public school parents and is now backing off at least temporarily on a plan to shelter migrants in public school gyms but could revive the idea if needed. As you know, the mayor has been eyeing 20 school gyms to house asylum seekers for short intervals as the city struggles to find space. Don't ask me why the city is struggling, because the city should not be in this position to begin with of feeling the need to provide shelter for every single person that comes here. Migrants, I happened to look at some photos of people getting off the bus. And what I happened to see was an able-bodied man carrying his child, followed by the mother. And to be frank and honest with you, all I could think about was, this is an able-bodied man. Why are we on the hook for him, his kid, and, uh, I, I believe, presumption here, his wife? It just doesn't make any sense. And so parents led protests for a second day. And the Adams administration is pumping the brakes on the approach, it appears, for right now. But emphasis on officials declined to disavow the plan entirely, leaving the door open to use school gyms if it proves necessary. Of course it's going to prove necessary. Free, free, free. Free, free, free. They will continue to keep coming. 
I normally don't talk about the Royals or anything to deal with that because I find it to be a complete waste of my time, and it bores me to death. But Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan Markle, involved in a car chase involving paparazzi here in New York City for some two hours, reportedly. Now, folks... Those of us that are New Yorkers, I mean, you think we're going to go for the okey-doke here? Two hours? Yeah, there's no such thing as a paparazzi chase in New York City for two hours. You, If you're lucky, you might get a mile while traveling, but two hours? So it sounds dramatic. But it's impossible. Now, if you say two hours from the moment that they left the function to uh, they tried to dodge the paparazzi, they didn't want the paparazzi to know they were staying uh, on the Upper East Side, to the time they went in circles to, to, uh, to the 19th precinct in an attempt to avoid going to where they were staying, they didn't want the paparazzi to know where they were staying. And I get that to the point where they come out of the 19th precinct and jump into a cab and and circle a little bit and then get out of the cab. Now, if you want to say start to finish, start to finish, maybe, but there's no way, no way at all that there was a, um, a, uh, a, uh, a car chase for some uh, two hours. And I was thinking about a quote uh, from Prince Harry in the past in which he said, we all know what the British press can be like, and it was destroying my mental health. He said, this is toxic. And so now, apparently, uh, a similar experience in New York City. But please don't expect for us to believe, because you're insulting our intelligence If you think that we believe, you ask any New Yorker if it's possible to get into a traffic situation, unless you're sitting in bumper-to-bumper traffic to get into a car chase for two hours. And, and, you know, paparazzi can be reckless. We, We get that part. But the answer is absolutely no. I'm going to zero in on the issue of the migrants and the schools. But one other story that's uh, catching my attention, attention that is, presidential candidate Nikki Haley. You may have heard, I've said to you folks, Katz and Cosby, Rita Cosby, our owner-operator, John Katz must listen to radio 5 to 6 p.m. weekdays. Nikki Haley, the presidential candidate, appearing just this week, declaring New York Governor Kathy Hochul should... Pardon the Good Samaritan Marine Daniel Penny, the former Marine charged with manslaughter over the chokehold death of Jordan Neely. My position is clear. He was protecting himself, but more importantly, other passengers on that F train. Haley appeared on the program with Rita and John Katsimatidis, our owner-operator. And I want you to listen to what she had to say. And then, Governor Hochul, I want you to listen to her 
punch back, if you will. And then we see all the calls that are already lined up. There's only one open line on the issue of migrants. That's what you folks want to talk about, and that is exactly what we're going to do. But listen to presidential candidate Nikki Haley this week appearing with John Casamitidis and Rita Cosby. You know, I'm the wife of a combat veteran, and military members, they are trained to defend and protect. That's what he was trying to do. He was trying to defend the people that were on there that were being harassed by this person and that was having, you know, challenges. He was trying to protect them, and now he's being prosecuted. Alvin Bragg needs to look at all the murders and the street crime that's happening in New York City and deal with that. Instead, he's going after a serviceman that was trying to do a good deed. I actually don't think we need to just get behind um, Penny. I think we need to tell the governor she needs to pardon him. We need to pardon him because what he was doing was trying to protect other Americans. She went opposite. She encouraged the indictment. She encouraged uh, uh, to to do what Bragg did. And and Bragg, I understand, uh, I hate to go local with you because it's local politics, and, and Bragg was afraid that the grand jury was not going to indict him. So that way, that way he brought him up on charges himself. I mean, what Bragg is doing, he's allowing criminals to run free on the street, and he's going after citizens who are trying to protect themselves and protect people around them. It's the total opposite. And if New York City keeps up like this, they're going to turn into Chicago and see everybody leave and see everybody go to places where they can protect themselves, where they do feel safe. It's an injustice. And I think that she needs to pardon him. She needs to focus on the street crime. Bragg needs to start doing his job and stop political. And I think everybody sees this for what it is. Presidential candidate Nikki Haley, but emphasis on but Governor Hoku of New York is correcting Nikki Haley for suggesting the Daniel Penny pardon. And uh, Governor Hoku says it works after emphasis on after someone's been convicted of a crime. Well, I would think of former governor would know how a pardon works. It works after someone's been convicted of a crime. You don't pardon after there's just been an indictment, number one. So wrong on that front. Secondly, let the process play out. The district attorney indicted after serious deliberation on looking at the facts, witnesses, the video. And my view is, is that this individual who was killed on the subway had mental health challenges and deserve to walk off that subway alive. Katz and Cosby, weeknights 5 to 6 p.m., must listen to radio. Let's let's go head first into the migrant issue. And I'm going to do it this way. Oftentimes, when cities become not so pleasant, bankrupt, garbage not picked up, In the past, like in Detroit, where lights are not coming on at nighttime because the city doesn't have the money. How does that happen? How does that happen? It happens when the tax base, the people that are paying the taxes for those services, leave when they leave. So Mayor Adams, who opened this Pandora's box with the migrants by welcoming them here, is now singing a different tune these days, and he's declaring, I want you to think about this, folks, 50% of 
the hotel rooms in New York, 5-0, are being used for migrants. So what does that mean? What does that mean? It means that the city tourists that spend a lot of money, migrants are spending zero. They are taking tourists spend, I venture to say, a couple of thousand dollars up north uh, to visit here. Some maybe five, ten thousand dollars and up. But if there's no hotel room, then they're going to go to Vegas. They're going to go to Paris. They're going to go anywhere else but New York. You got to have hotel rooms to start this out, to start the process. And so if 50% of the hotel rooms are going to migrants, that means that the city is losing more than 50% of tourism dollars that would normally come in, but it's even worse because you're not just losing the money. You're also spending the money because they are, you got to pay for every single service for the migrants. This is an absolute disaster. And what we have talked about on this program, Rikers, at least now the city is admitting that they're looking at Rikers. Rikers, uh, the State University of New York campuses, possibilities. But remember, the SUNY schools, the migrants will have to be out by August when the college kids come back. And I, I don't mean to be insulting to anyone, but would you want to pay a college tuition and just two weeks prior uh, the whole dorm was filled with migrants? Would you want to put your child in that circumstance? It, it, this just, this just, it just stinks the entire process. You should have put them on Rikers from day one. You've got to have, I keep stating this, you have got to have a deterrent factor to them wanting to come here. Oh, you can come, but you're going to Rikers. I wouldn't even say you could come. I I would turn around the buses. But okay, they're here. I mean, what is there for city leaders to understand? If you don't stop the bleeding, it will continue free, free, free. It's as simple as that. What is there not to understand? I mean, folks, come on, folks. Do you really think that every single migrant is fleeing political persecution? Do you really believe that? Are we that naive? From a third world country to the media capital of the world in less than a week, where everything is paid for you, which option would you choose? Which option would you choose? Let's start with the uh, telephone calls this morning. Let's go to Joe in Jericho. Good morning, Joe. What's on your mind? Hello, my buddy, Dominic. Good morning. Good morning. You provide a wonderful service. I have to tell you something. Hey, wait, wait, but, but Joe, are you, are you, are you, Joe, are you on a speakerphone? It sounds like, like you're in another country. <laughs> it's a VA phone. They give us the refurbished garbage, and they give the criminals the $1,300 cell phones. Anyway, Dom, these people, are, some of these uh, the illegal aliens are sleeper cells. They don't even know their names. They could have TB. 
Corona COVID-19, cowpox, smallpox, tuberculosis. We beat those terrible diseases. And now they're resurging because they're now they're letting people in without screening them. These people aren't just from Central Latin South America, Tom. They're from China, communist China, communist Russia. They're from North Korea, communist. They're from Iran. 88 thugs on the terrorist list were nailed, thank God. And the year is not even half over. It's going to go beyond last year's limit, a height of 98. They're risking the children. These children will face being raped. Our children. Our children, Dominic. And it's insanity. Put the male men, put them in Rikers Island. Put the women and the children in uh, in all the buildings that Archdiocese of New York, Goodwill Industries, Salvation Army own throughout the city, the state, and upstate in the suburbs. And then on top of that, screen, close the border until we can straighten this out. Biden wants all of these. He's going to give them citizenship to get reelected. This is so blatant. We have to stop this, Dominic. Every day protest peacefully. This has to stop. American veterans are out in the cold tonight and homeless families. But but the illegal aliens and invaders are put in the best hotels. They put the Hotel Pennsylvania, of course, from New York Penn Station out of business. Because Cuomo and Descumio put the, uh, the uh, prisoners out early with Corona COVID-19. This is insanity. $13 million a day, Dom, and there still isn't a city-run retirement home for American veterans in all of New York City. This is absolute insanity. This is a bomb that's about to go off. It's insanity. It has to be stopped. Wait, wait, Joe. I Joe, but wait, Joe, before I let you go, because I have to move on. When you say this is a bomb waiting to uh, go off, what do you mean? I'm saying it's a bomb waiting to go off, Dominic. And what does that mean? What does that mean? Because we have able-bodied men, Dominic. No, I got got the point you're making. When you say a bomb is waiting to go off, what do you mean by that? They are, some of them are sleeper cells. Oh, okay, you're talking about the sleeper cell stuff. Okay, all right, okay. Because I've received some emails today. Thank you for the uh, call, Joe. Some emails today. Uh, uh, for example, from Tanya Covington, I think, I think I got your right last name, right? Tanya, in which Tanya, uh, believes that, uh, some of the migrants may be, and I, I don't even want to and go down that road, but that they may, that Americans may start feeling, uh, a repercussion nature towards, uh, some of these migrants. And we, we don't want it to go there. But let's let's continue with the uh, telephone calls. Mike in South Carolina. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Always a good show. And you know what? I was laughing when you said free. The word free, like the term I use, dead presidents for money. Show me the money. Every time people hear that four-letter word beginning with F, their ears perk up. Free, free. <laughs> it's getting to the point. You hit the nail on the head so many times, you and Rita and so many others. Half the hotel's capacity, 50%. Adams, you're doing a great job, man. Oh, yeah. You're doing a great job. You're just, you know, you're just uh, empty footsteps is what you're doing. You know, maybe you can, you know, uh, get another suit and and go clubbing and whatever. But you know what? Uh, And Brad, I'll make it quick, Dominic. I always do. 
Brad should have been um, disbarred, bypassed the grand jury, and this uh, victim mentally disturbed. You know, it's a shame. Did they ever bring up his past history where he pummeled almost to death a 64-year-old lady? And, uh, you know, it goes on and on. And Biden does not have the mental capacity, people, the Democratic donkey, the worst, disgraciad. He doesn't have the mental medical mental capacity to do anything. What a joke and a half, and I hope to get indicted soon with crackhead Hunter, his son, and all the other far-left Democratic donkeys. Always a good show, Dominic. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you for the call, Mike, and uh, have a have a great morning. You know, it's just nice. Uh, it, it should have never been suggested to begin with to put these migrants in gyms. But it's nice to see that the parents are saying no, no, and hell no, and we'll take it to the streets if necessary. And now the mayor's going, whoa, hold on a minute there. Wait a minute now. You know, I've got to run for re-election in, what, two years. Whoa, these parents are really pissed off. I, 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 I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. How do you just destroy your local economy for migrants. Why would you do that? What's the political game? What, what, what's the play here? If I'm Eric Adams, I'm pulling in my advisors and I'm firing half of them. On the spot this morning, whoever told me to go with this plan is out of a job 30 seconds ago. Whoever told me to embrace the migrants you're out of a job. Whoever told me to tell, say they're welcome to come here to New York, how much longer do you think the city of New York is going to be able to maintain this? And listen, folks, I don't mean to be petty, but if you're giving out free cell phones where I don't have to worry about the monthly bill, where's mine? Where's the free cell phone for everybody listening within the sound of my voice? We want free cell phones, too. We don't want to have to pay monthly bills, but we do. Many of us can't afford it, but we have no choice. Many of us, as you know, listening to this program, have to make a choice every single month. Food, medication, or rent. Food, medication, or rent. And you give migrants a gold American Express card. Essentially, that's what you're giving them. You don't give them a credit card, but you're giving them all the services that come with it in terms of the hotel. Who in their right mind would do something like this? It defies all logic. They will not stop coming again. I'm looking at the pictures of of the bus and not just able-bodied men. I saw able-bodied women getting off the bus. Why are we paying for this? It defies logic. Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, I understand your frustration. I share that frustration even even greater, perhaps, than you do. Uh, As a vet, I, I see three things. Number one, real quick, is that the guy who just called before about the sleeper cells, he's not kidding. I have military experience for many years, and I know what's going on. One out of 20, one out of 30 of these people could be a real problem for this country in more ways than one, if you get my point. The second thing is 
that three-quarters of the people that come here are leaving their country, but they're a small segment of that population. These are the people who cannot or refuse, simply refuse to not make it down there. And the third thing is, is this, the problem's going to solve itself, Dominic. It's very simple. By the third fiscal quarter of this year, which ends in September, this city will be not only broke, but they will be in hock to whoever banks that they've been dealing with. Because right now, we are in the hole so much so that it's going to take five years just to break even. Now, what do we do when they do that? City services are going to suffer like crazy. What we need is we need four or 5,000 people to go down in front of these hotels, go in, get these people out of there, put them in buses, and send them back where they came from. That's the only solution because, like he said, all hell is going to break loose or something like that. You ain't seen nothing yet. You're going to see a lot of domestic violence going on, unfortunately. God forbid. But it's going to happen because people have had enough. Well, I, I, I agree, Phil, that, um, <laughs> that people have had enough. I, I Thank you for the call. I just don't understand for the life of me why you would start out putting migrants in so-called luxury and hotels in Manhattan instead of putting them at Floyd Bennett Field, instead of putting them at Rikers Island. I promise you, you send them to Rikers, watch and see they won't need as much help anymore. Watch and see the numbers will dwindle down. You've got to have a deterrent as part of this element process. You can't just say, here's free food, here's free medical care, here's a free cell phone, here's a free apartment. You're going to clear out these other countries. They're all going to try and come here. All of them. Why not? What, what What's the downside? You get here, right, may take you a couple of tries, but you get here, you don't have an appointment with uh, ICE, with immigration, until 10 years from now. So that's 10 to 12 years. So that's 10 years of, of living good. 10 years of living good. What What do you have to lose here? Let's go to John in Brooklyn. John, good morning. What's on your mind? Dominic, I just want to point out a, a couple of quick things, including something I remember from a quarter of a century ago when I was living in Tucson. I was living in Tucson for a decade. And my where I was living, the apartment complex became a maternity, a, a prenatal, pre-maternity complex for years, because I would see these single women drive up from the Mexican border, and Tucson is located less than an hour from from Mexico, and and there it's easy to get in because, uh, in addition, just going by highway, you have a lot of these cattle ranches that stretch the border, and people can just quickly go in. Well, anyway, you'd have these women who would come in; they'd be in their third trimester. And they would stick around just so that they could give birth at one of the local hospitals, like the University of Arizona Medical Center or or, or, uh, or something comparable, and then just stay long enough uh, just so they could care for the infant, and they would drive back to Mexico. And you know why they did that? So that they could give birth to American citizens. That's why. 
Right. And, and and that's nothing new. And you better believe, John, I got to step in because I've got to take a commercial break. But you better believe that's what's happening now times uh, times 10. Times 10. Guaranteed. If you're a migrant, why not? I can have my baby get prenatal care, uh, get get wick or whatever they call it now and um you know and 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 it may help me with my case of uh staying here right in in uh in in america this this has been handled all wrong i i just i i i don't und- the mayor of new york city needs to fire half of his staff and start over from scratch on this migrant issue. That's what he needs to do. Whoever said, get out there and get ahead of this, Mr. Mayor, welcome them here. It'll make you look presidential. It'll put you on the national stage. Oh, it put you on the national stage, all right. And now, now you've got to deal with it. Now Biden is mad with you. You're mad at Biden. So I guess the Biden of Brooklyn, all of that stuff is gone now. What we are going to do is take a break. When we come back, when we come back, we're going to Yonkers, New Jersey, Los Angeles, Long Island, Nutley, New Jersey, Suffolk, and Brooklyn. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. As I said at the top of the program, the city of New York poked the sleeping giant and learned the hard way and has backed off for now in terms of backing off of a plan to shelter migrants in public school gyms, but could revive the idea if needed. Folks, I'm also looking at my Twitter. Uh, we have a lot of calls. You can reach me on Twitter. You can email me. Twitter, it's Dominic TV. You can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter. You can tweet me right now, and I may use some of your comments. My email, I'm looking at that as well, Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. And also, folks, in times of emergency, in times of emergency, AM radio could be your only source of information. AM radio is a part of the emergency alert system. Certain auto manufacturers have dropped AM radio from the current and future vehicles, including electric vehicles, EVS. Everyone should have a hand crank emergency radio and a battery operated radio for when crucial information is necessary and Internet may not be available. 
Go to WABCRadio.com slash Save AM Radio and sign the petition. That's WABCRadio.com slash Save AM Radio. We here at 77 WABC need your support to help save AM Radio. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Sankar in Brooklyn. Good morning. What's on your mind? Yeah, good morning, Mr. Dominic. Dominic, Mr. Dominic, there is a couple of things. The Democratic Party, they have a feeling that President Trump most likely is going to come back as a president again. So they're messing up the country. So if President Trump come back, he will have to deal with all of this nonsense. And it will take him this one term to fix this country, which will be too much for him to fix in this four years that if he come back. Well, I, so I, I, one... I find that hard to believe because that's under. I believe Trump is definitely going to win the election, but there's yes, a possibility. But, but there's has... a possibility that the Democrat could also win the election. So why would you want to destroy the country when a Democrat may be back in office? Yeah, but they they're not too sure about that. That's why they think he most likely will come back. And he will have all of this illegal thing and at the expense of the country, the country is falling apart. So that's a possibility that they're letting all of these people into the country. But see, I, 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 don't, then, I, I don't see it that way because if Trump comes I'm back, that way. If, There's if, a good Trump, chance if, Trump, a... if Trump comes back, he's yeah. going to fix the problem almost overnight with, with, with all of these migrants here because he, okay. will put, he will put a stop to it. Yeah, I can only give you a few more seconds. A lot of people are okay. waiting. Another thing is most of these people know very well, they're very smart, very clever, that they know that they're not going to get to stay in this country because they don't have that, uh, to say, to claim political asylum. So what they're doing, they come in, they get a free vacation, all paid. No, they get they get more than a vacation. A vacation, yeah. la- a vacation lasts. Thank you for the call. A vacation lasts a couple of days. Their immigration appointments are to come back between ten and twelve years from now. That's not a vacation. That that that's a a, a livelihood. Uh, you know, that's that's that that's a, a large part of one's life. And so to go from nothing to something in America where you in, in, in the process, that's just to get back to immigration court. The process may may take out with the may take uh, out with the court system, you know, a couple of years after the initial appointment. Let's go to uh, Antoinette in Brooklyn. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. I love your show. Thank I you. I have an idea. Go ahead. I have an idea. I'm thinking these migrants, let's put them on retired cruise ships, get the facilities going there so we can then figure out where they're coming from, who they are, give them the health screening test that they need to have in order to uh, assimilate in our society. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Uh, It's better than what we're doing now in terms Mm -hmm. of eating up uh, uh, – hotel rooms where uh, the city would be, remember folks, the city would be collecting taxes on these hotel rooms that, that would be normally rented out to tourists. The tourists would be spending thousands of dollars a day. This is, this is a lose, lose situation. Antoinette, I, I agree with you. Anything is better than, than what we're doing now. And, you know, and I'm sure it wouldn't be as expensive with the cruise ships 
um, as it appears now, you know, with everybody going to court and people are fighting each other. And this is one big mess. Thank you for the uh, telephone call. I appreciate your call, Antoinette, from uh, Brooklyn this morning. But let's take a couple of calls on some of the other topics, and we'll get right back to this. Let's go to Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Okay, we expect Governor Hochul, uh, you know, I mean, her answer to Nikki Haley, we expect Governor Hochul to be a leader. But Governor Hochul was not picked to be a leader. She was picked to just kind of fade into the background of the Cuomo administration. So basically, she's not going to stand up. She's a functionary. Okay, we 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 don't hear we don't hear any leadership from these people. We're not gonna we're not gonna hear like what Pataki would would do. Okay, plain and simple, they're just functionaries. They just want to get along to go along. And uh, you know, I mean, it's it's a it's a win win for them. You know, it's a win-win. They want to stay in power, and that's all that matters to them. She doesn't want to improve the lives of citizens of New York State. She just wants she wants to just, you know, cruise along, try not to say anything too inflammatory one way or the other. And she figures, you know, she'll be, uh, you know, she's going to be rewarded by the Democrats somewhere down the line and collect whatever kickback she's getting from whatever, the union's. Uh, wherever she's getting kickbacks, it's all about her, 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 her. That's it. That that's and so that's it. So we're not we're not going to get any leadership. There's no there's no there's no leadership in the Democratic Party. There's none. Oh well, there might be there might be behind the scenes. I don't know. Maybe the George Soroses or whatever the Klaus Schwabs in Europe are really calling the shots. But, you know, these Democrats, they're not going to do anything whatsoever to improve the lives of the citizens of their state, of their country or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Well, thank you for the call, Norman. All I can really say is that quality of life is going down tremendously, tremendously. And, you know, people are fed up with the uh, with the subway system. Nobody wants to ride the subway system. Uh, If we had if we had. Uh, better law enforcement with the subway system, perhaps, and with the mentally ill, perhaps the situation would not have happened with the Marine. He would not have felt the need to to stand up and and put his own life at risk uh, to defend others. It, it, it's a mess. And, Norman, all, all I can say uh, as it relates to that situation is, to a degree, you're right. Hoku is not going to do anything to offend the Democratic base, which in New York State is largely African-American. She's not going to say a single word that will offend that base because she's afraid of the repercussion. She's afraid that should she do so, come the next election, she will be done. Alan Yonkers, good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, Dominic. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to say in regards to Governor Haley, uh, her position, her favorable position in regards to the Marine, Mr. Penny, is no different than her future probable opponent, uh, Governor DeSantis, DeSantis, and, of course, President Trump. They both support Mr. Penny, and uh, uh, they hope that he gets off in the future. But as you just touched on, uh, Governor Haley, to suggest that Governor Hochul would pardon the uh, Marine, Mr. Penny, uh, is pure politics. Just like you said, 
you know politics inside out, that without the large African-American vote for Governor Hochul, uh, she would have lost to Lee Zeldin. So she's not going to do anything to jeopardize that uh, relationship in the future. But, uh, hey, Al, I hear you, and, and, and to a degree you're correct. But but I do think that they, that I do believe a majority of Americans feel that if it were possible to pardon uh, this Marine, that it it should it, even before trial, if it was possible legally, that it should be done uh, based on this Marine risked his own life, and now he's got the headache of uh, a criminal trial, and and who knows what is going to happen. We see all of your calls. We're going to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your calls from Manhattan to New Jersey to Suffolk to Los Angeles, Long Island, and New Jersey. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Well, the city of New York, the NYPD, will now keep a list of the city's most persistent thieves to curb rampant shoplifting in the Big Apple. The mayor made the announcement Wednesday as the city unveiled its long-awaited city retail theft strategy plan. It's called the Precision Repeat Offenders Program, and that's just one of a series of proposals laid out in a 33-page combating retail theft report, again released uh, Wednesday, months after the mayor convened a Gracie Mansion Summit on the problem last year and promised to find solutions. One of the uh, initiatives calls for intervention programs for first-time shoplifters and would-be offenders. And uh, it includes that if you're a first-time shoplifter, intervention uh, programs to give them a first-time offender a chance to avoid prosecution and allow convicted crooks to dodge jail by enrolling in community-based help services. Myself, I'm a firm believer in law and order, Uh, It seems like that's worked here in America a very long time, and it's something that we need to get back to, need to get back to. Law and order, period. All these progressive DAs and, oh, I love you, and oh, oh, no. Law and order. Back to the telephone calls. A lot of you want to continue to talk about the migrant situation. That is exactly what we will do. And then I'm going to go to Deborah in New Jersey. But let's uh, let's go to Mike in Nutley, New Jersey. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Dominic, I would not be surprised if Eric Adams is a late sleeper and he's listening to your radio program. We taxpayers and hopefully the hosts of ABC have to challenge Eric Adams and Joe Biden, and asking this question: Are they are they going to be expecting kickbacks in the form of campaign contributions from these hotel owners that they put these illegal immigrants in? Hey, Mike, 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 Mike. That 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 has to be a rhetorical question. What do you think? Of course they well, are, I but think go we ahead. are expecting kickbacks, and there should be an investigation about that because that's our tax money that they're using. So that was the intention. Bring these illegal aliens here, get votes, but also 
you give them to all these hotel owners, and in the end, they're going to come to them when the time is right and say, hey, look, we helped you out. Now help us with our campaigns. Give us money. And another thing, when it comes to Eric Adams, he's going to spend $4.1 billion in tax dollars, New York City tax dollars, on these illegal aliens. Why doesn't he do this better? He should do this. Take that $4.1 billion and the middle class and poor, the American middle class hardworking poor, next year when they do their 2003 tax returns, they should all get another $2,000 back in their taxes. You New Yorkers have to get up and fight for this because we all see through this. We all got to think outside the box. You, you, I know on the radio you keep asking, why do we keep doing this? Well, this is why. It's payback, but with our money. And it has to be stopped by all means necessary. We got to get the FBI involved, the police involved, because I know, like you said, that's going to happen. When they're going to go for, to get reelected, they're going to need that campaign contribution, Joe Biden included, because he's helping all these mayors throughout the, the, the country with this issue. You know, by giving them this issue to put, it, to put these illegal aliens in hotel rooms that we're going to pay for. And these hotel owners, and I'm sure there's hundreds of, or maybe thousands of them, they're going to give kickbacks to these politicians, these Democrats politicians. They come as corrupt. They're the most bottomless. They have no morals. There's a special place in hell for all of them. They're putting, through, they're putting us through financial hell right now. We hardworking middle class and poor of New York City and also New Jersey, we're getting killed financially. And they want to put, and Eric Adams on top of that wants to impose congestion tax on top of that and have us pay for these illegal aliens. He knows that the federal government might not give him the $4.1 billion. He's going to have to get him with the New York City taxpayers. You said so yourself. And I think Rita and O'Reilly said, hey, they're going to do cutbacks on some social issues for American citizens yes. that paid into that. Yes. And we need, we got to retaliate by all means. We got to find all these, I mean, Eric Gans, AOC, Chuck Schumer, um, none of these, uh, Cory Booker here in New Jersey, they're not helping us. They're against America and American citizens. They're against their own constituents. And you Democrats keep voting them back in. And that right. poor lady, oh, Gomez, I, I, who got her butt kicked by that, you know, by that lunatic in the train, you know, he was set free. That guy probably had a record. Um, you know, and, right. and you know, bail reform and catch and release—they even do that to us, these Democrats. I got, I, I got, I got it. Mike. People I, think about it. I got it. Thank you. Calm down. I got it. I hear you. Um, we have a lot of calls, so I, I have to move on. But I was watching uh, an interview on the Fox News Channel earlier today. The woman that was attacked and beaten at the train station uh, near the airport. That woman, she's blind in one eye. She will never be the same physically, certainly, emotionally. And that mentally ill man should have never, ever have been on the streets. Deborah in New Jersey. Good morning, Deborah. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. That's exactly the question I wanted to ask. So she's blind in one eye. She cannot see? She cannot she see lost- in one eye. Okay, so... Uh, again, I don't want to go to John Casamitidis, but it would be nice if he could place a full-page ad in one of the papers with a picture of her and a little caption down there. If maybe the Marine got her a week before, she would not be blind. Blind. Right. Okay? We, we, I, pr- I, I pray for this guy, and I applaud him for what he did. He probably saved other people's lives. And we have to give this man, the Marine, a parade. But uh, it would be nice to show us a picture and maybe an interview with this woman 
because what this man did, he saved lives. Do you agree, Dominic? I agree uh, that we don't know what the homeless man uh, was going to do. Thank you for the call, Deborah. And if you go on his uh, record, he had attacked a woman the day before, a 67-year-old woman, uh, reports that he had threatened to, uh, he had tried to throw someone onto the train tracks, reports of that. Um, so it, it was a difficult situation, and no one deserves what this Marine has to go through now. No one deserves that. Let's go to uh, Anna Day and Yonkers. Good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning. Good morning, Dominic. It's an honor to be speaking with you. You're Thank one you. of my most favorite political pundits in the conservative realm, very highly informed. Now, we live here in Northeast Yonkers, and I'm not far from where the Ramada Inn is on Takaha Road, where they're sending all of these illegals. We have a bust in school system already five doors down from me. And I'm terrified that they're going to make the gymnasium like a sleepover. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of my neighbors are concerned about this issue. So, I mean, this is insanity. Agreed. Agreed. I, I, all of this could have been avoided. See, I, I, I guess let me put it this way. If you've got to offend a few advocates or an entire city, I'd rather offend the advocates and fight them in court than offend the entire city. And so the city of New York was afraid to go up against the advocates. That's why they caved in on the migrants. But in the process of caving in on the migrants, we're looking at financial disaster for this region, not just the city of New York for this region, as you just pointed out, in Yonkers, I, I just I, I don't understand how this political decision was made. The, the mayor could have easily have said uh, sanctuary city, uh, they, they, it does not include migrants. You don't believe that? Take me to court. We'll, we'll, we'll work it out in court. I'll see you in court. But that's not what he did. So uh, have you seen a difference in Yonkers yet yourself? Um, no, no, we're, we're just we're just like uh, everybody's talking about the situation, but there's never been like any specific impact right now in the area. But I mean, with all of this, I, I mean, essentially, Dominic, what this amounts to is human trafficking and that the school up the block from us, they've got a big gymnasium like, oh, this is going to be next. And it's a K through eight grade school. So. I mean, already, as I stated to you, it's already a bust in school. So, I mean, like, what's going to be next? Right. I, I hear you, and I thank you for the call and for the compliment. And I hope everything works out for you folks in Yonkers. Let's go from Yonkers to Los Angeles. Let's say good morning to Lars. Good morning, Lars. What's on your mind? Yeah, hi, hi Dominic. You know, I, I feel like this is uh, – I feel like I'm in a time warp, Uh 20 years ago, that's all we talked about here in Los Angeles was illegal immigration. Now it's homeless. But here's some hard numbers. Uh, illegal immigration costs the state of California $30 billion a year. So your taxes in New York will be going up, definitely. Um, we spent uh, $2.1 billion on health care because our governor gives illegal immigrants free health care. 
um, $12 billion a year goes towards education. Uh, last night, someone mentioned, well, the teachers should get involved. Forget it. The teachers are the most liberal, progressive unions in the country. They're going to use it as a bargaining tool. Our workload has increased, so now you have to pay us more money. You guys have big problems around the corner. Well, you know, and you this is not the first time you've mentioned, you've uh, forecast what's what's ahead for us. And I'm, I'm sitting here listening intently to what you're saying and I just want to hope that it's that it's not true, but uh, but we will see, Lars. I ha- I have to wrap this short because I'm short on time. Frank Morano is about to join me, but let me go to Julie in New Jersey. Julie, I'm short on time, so you have to keep your comments short. Go right ahead. Okay, I just want to say that Eric Adams, whether he well whatever he's doing, he's doing because it's part of the plan with the Democrats. If he loses an election, he's got some kind of position set up with, uh, uh, you know, the Biden or the Democrats at a higher level. And I feel like we need to educate the younger people. I don't know if we have to go back to making um, like walking the corners with cardboard signs like they used to do in the 1930s and send a message that uh, if you like what's going on or you don't like what's going on, don't vote for Biden. Don't I, I, he- vote I, for I hear members. you, Julie, and I, I'm not being rude. I just have 30 seconds left. Thank you for the call. I have to bring in Frank Morano. Good morning, Frank. What do you have coming Hello, up? Hello, Dominic. Well, we have our weekly chat with Brian Kilmeade. Certainly a lot of big news happening at Fox. We're going to get into it. I'm going to talk um, fertility. A lot of younger Couples having a tough time with fertility with Amy Klein, the New York Times fertility diary columnist. And we have some other interesting things that will tickle the imagination and percolate the mind. You want to keep it right there. Frank Morano and the other side of midnight starting right now. But first, news headlines with Alex Barnard.